Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 142 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your other host, Andy, and welcome back to another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, a.k.a. WAB-P. What do you think, Jack? What do you think? (laughs) WAP. WAB-P is what I'm calling it, and you all have to deal with it now. So welcome back to the only show on the net where two guys named Andy and Jack read comics to you. Uh, well, there's a lot of people That's an out intro. there, so I don't know. <laughs> that, that may be a bold statement. There's a lot of Andrews and Jacks in the world. Maybe there's another podcast out there where two guys named Andy and Jack read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There's a lot of Jacks, but not a lot of Jacksons. Jackson. Jackson. Very yeah, few. I, w- I would love to know how the name started like changing over time where Jack just became the full name to some people. Yeah, I don't know. You never you never meet another Jackson. It's, and there's it's also people that go by Jack there. whose name is John, which is bizarre. I never understood Words that. Words mean nothing. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, I guess, it's, I guess it's Bill versus William, but I can kind of see how you get Bill from William in a real fucking metaphysical sense, but Jack... Dick and Richard? Yeah. I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know how that makes any sense. But anyway, how are you, Jack? I'm doing well. Had a nice weekend. Uh, read a lot of comics. Oh, Jack's fi- got f- comics now. Because you finally bullied me into getting comics. I didn't bully you. Another friend of ours bullied you. The The amount of bullying you did had a cumulative effect. <laughs> well, I bullied I like, him a lot. And then I bullied you a little, and then he passed the bully. It kind of created like a triangle effect of bullying. All yeah, around. once once the the dam breaks a little bit, it breaks a lot. It's like, all right, that's always how it goes. Now. That's yeah. always how it goes. But I've been reading a bunch of DC stuff that you recommended, mm-hmm. um, and all my recommendations know. are great. <laughs> The one I spent the most time with was Doom Patrol, which I knew literally nothing about. And I and then I saw a trailer for the show, and then I saw that there was a big omnibus, and you're so, then you were like, "Yeah, it's pretty good," and I got it. And it's interesting, like mm-hmm. having no experience with uh, like old comics, well, not even old comics, sorry, '80s comics specifically. Like I'm not familiar with any other like grant morrison stuff yeah um and then just diving right into this like the the foreword that he has at the beginning of the book was really useful in determining like what kind of tone he was going for which is basically like these people are very damaged quote unquote damaged hashtag damaged hashtag Um, damaged and they're just trying to have a good go of it as a family and you know what we can get behind that and then like people with scissors for hands showed up and it's like okay guess we're gonna do this <laughs> and this church is made out of bones and okay all right i'm i'm into it um but yeah i like that a lot i'm gonna continue reading stuff and it's fun to uh dip into there although i will say um with these collected uh um, trade paperbacks the these arcs like the first chapter or whatever it is usually like the um the intro that's like cleaning the plate of the last arc 
and setting up for the new one. And I will say, to me, who is not, like, invested in any of these stories uh, from before this point, reading those chapters is, like, the mental equivalent of biting on tinfoil for me. Like, (laughs) I hate when I don't know the story, like when it has the story and it refers back to like, oh, you know, that stuff that just happened. And it's like, no, I don't know what just happened because this is the first chapter of this book. Fuck you. Well, you're not going to do well with uh, the old superhero comics then. But here's the thing about that stuff, though, Jack. It's like you just got to not worry about it. Like, Yeah, I I know that. But (laughs) at the same time, that doesn't stop the crunching sound from going on in my brain. Just train yourself to when you're reading these things, when you see something like that and you and you aren't and you're like genuinely interested in what they're talking about, just fucking look it up. There is nothing I don't care nothing no not even religion or science or history or anything more well documented than comic book continuity. You you will find your answer. <laughs> I I know. I've looked up a couple things, but the thing is like with those things that are referenced but not uh, like ex- like really explored or anything just expected to know like they imme- immediately stops mattering so yeah but that's the thing you're not actually expected to know they throw those yeah. lines in to give a little something to the people that have been reading it for a long time it's how these things become became as popular as they are it's yeah. a little shit like that i know i know and when's talking about everything and I, now I really want to watch the Doom Patrol uh, show because I didn't know Brendan Fraser does the voice for Robot Man. <laughs> and that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Brendan Fraser deserves deserves anything he can get. But that's what I've been doing. How are you? I'm good. Uh, what have I been doing lately? Uh, <laughs> nothing crazy interesting, to be honest. I was been, I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami 2. I'm back yeah. in the Yakuza game, which mm-hmm. I uh, I haven't played Yakuza in a while because the thing is, is I burned through that whole series pretty quickly. And as amazing and like brilliant and like love of my life level as these games are, they mm-hmm. they definitely have a formula, and you can kind of burn yourself out of them if you play them a lot. So, oh, yeah? well, I mean, they literally it's it's they're literally formulaic. Like it's the it's basically the same shit every time. It's the details, you know, devils in the details. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a good formula. It's a formula that's so good that it was able to hold my attention by playing six games in a year. So it is a it's a damn good formula. But you can get burnt out a little bit. But I waited like Yakuza Kwame Two came out in America like maybe like four or five months ago, and I just kind of sat on it. And I started mm-hmm. playing it now because they put out the uh, PC version. Which the PC ports of these Yakuza games are amazing. They run at 60 oh, yeah? FPS and have ultra wide, uh, mm-hmm. 21 by nine support, which is, uh, yeah, 21 by nine, amazing, brilliant. And the thing is, is that it runs in the same engine as Yakuza Six. And my biggest complaint oh, okay. about Yakuza Six with the new engine, it has a lot of really cool shit in it. Like it genuinely makes the game the game better because there's no more loading zones going into stores or buildings in the city like you just walk through the door it's all happening in real time everything's happening in real time so it's really cool but the problem was that it kind of ran like shit on ps4 Mm -hmm. but playing it on pc 
It runs locked. No, I get like 80 FPS out of this shit when I'm playing it. It's uh, it it Ooh. runs really well. So that's a that's a huge come up. They really didn't phone in these PC ports. So they're a great option if you want to check out these games. They got Yakuza Zero, Yakuza Kwame, and Kwame Two all on PC. So there you go. Great trilogy right there to sink your teeth into. So Wowzers. okay. I, I've recommended Yakuza a lot on this show, but I'm gonna do it again. Yakuza is great. Playing it again after this time, all this time, is it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. It, it's like coming home. It's it's <laughs> goddamn it, Kiryu san I love you so much. You're you're my hero. <laughs> One day I'll finish uh, Zero and get back into that series. Yep. Or you can play Judgment, aka Judge Eyes, that comes out next month, which is just oh, like a yeah. Yakuza game. But a totally new story with totally new characters set in the same universe. So if you find the fucking up, up-teen number of Yakuza games overwhelming, fucking mm-hmm. play Judgment. Just just fucking dive right into it with that one. Because if you like this one, I mean, I, I it's not out here yet, so I don't know for sure. But I, I, I'm like 99% sure that, this, that if you like this one, you'll enjoy the Yakuza games. And you can pretty much just pick any of the Yakuza games that go into them. Although I highly recommend Zero as your first one sure uh, my favorites are zero and five if anybody really wanted to know oh, really? so there you go yep huh well zero is kind of like a an expansion of five in a lot of ways there they go hand in hand gameplay wise uh five is the biggest one five has the most like random shit for you to do there's four characters and all of them have their own fleshed out sub games so like <laughs> kiryu is like a high-speed taxi driver so you 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 he has two types of gameplay you take people you do like regular taxi driving so you pick people up and you take them around the city and you have to follow the traffic laws so you have to stay in the speed limit you have to stop at the red lights and you have to stay in your lane you actually have to drive the goddamn taxi And the other side of it is, is you do high-speed rate street races with a rival gang of, uh, of street racers that Kiryu gets involved with. And you can customize your taxi and put anime girls on it. It's so funny. It's absolutely brilliant. That's incredible. And the other three characters all have their own sub-games like that that are as fleshed out. On top of all the side quests and mini-games and arcades and all the other stuff... Fucking uh, Yakuza Five has has fucking uh, Taiko Drum Master in it. Like that's just part of the game. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, they, Yakuza Kami really Two has a uh, Virtual On and a Virtual Fighter Two in it, which is amazing. <laughs> the whole game. Yeah, like a arcade perfect port of Virtual On in in Kami Two. That's insane. Yeah. I'm glad these games have sold so well that they could just do, like, random horse shit like this. They're literally defined by random horse shit. Random horse shit is why they exist. It's, uh... Here's the thing, though, is that you you come for the random horse shit and you stay for the really endearing characters. The stories in the Yakuza games are so well told and the characters are so great everybody's gonna have a favorite and it's just uh yeah it's just they're just so wonderful and they're the, they're so they're such video game ass video games too like they have all of the like system 
like uh, very blatant game systems that I like, like no trying to like make everything realistic. Like you're running around a city and you get into random battles with fucking goons and the whole city like makes a circle around you watching the fight while you beat the <laughs> shit out of these goons. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So let's just go with that. I was playing Yakuza and it's really great. You guys, you guys should play it. Yeah, well, that's a glowing recommendation from Andy. Yeah, again, another, another gold star recommendation. Alrighty, um, where are we in the comics that we read? All right, read comics. So where we last left off, uh, Jolene and Idiot Man are trying to go after the Green Baby, and they're not having mm-hmm. a lot of luck because it's got a really interesting stance. <laughs> Yeah, it looks Which like... Which I now realize from the head, from the neck up looks like present Mike from My Hero Academia. Or the Starship Enterprise. Or the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jolene had the bright idea because anytime she got close to it, it halved her size infinitely. Um, she was like, what if I jump on top of it? It can't make me shrink forever. <laughs> jokes on you moron <laughs> jokes on jolene all right so from the top she's falling um onto the green baby and its stand is attacking her <clears throat> and this is awakened part four by the way awakened chapter, chapter 88 four. there we go yeah. it can't be i'm gonna just keep on falling forever and this stand did it appear just to stop me from escaping to trap me in this eternal fall yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's literally what just happened, you you idiot. <laughs> uh, Stan goes to grab her. Uh, Stonefree pops out and does a Spider-Man web attack, unfurling its entire arm to cover up to uh, entangle the stand. Mm-hmm. So here's uh, a question. When mm-hmm. Stonefree untangles its arm, is Jolene also untangling her arm? Like, I, don't, it, it, I don't think so. So um, that's interesting. That, like, you know what it's like? It's like Jolene has a separate ability, like, that she has the stand that does the string, but she could also do the string herself, which I think is kind of unique. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, what other stand users have, like, their own, like, personal ability plus their stand's ability, I guess. Well, Jorno could use Gold Experience Requiem through his hands. That was the thing. Like, its hands were his hands. Yeah. Um, and I guess like, it's, like, this blatant, you know? Like, it's uh, it's very in your face about it. Yeah, but if any of this got damaged, like, her hand would feel it, too. Like, that's been established. Like, any time okay. the string gets broken or cut, like, her arms or whatever part of her body gets injured. Like, so it's been consistent with that. Yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah, the, like, stone-free unfurling like this is separate from her hand. Okay. Just yeah, that's just that's just interesting that I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I have to catch this thing. If this is really that baby stand, then if I catch it, I can trap this thing. Then that means the child will be caught as well. Sure. Um, sure, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> and as she falls down closer... Stan gets bigger. She gets smaller. Damn! It gets bigger as it gets close to me. I can't take. I can't make the net in time. Ora! Punches easily, dodges, and kind of just grabs her like a doll. And a really creepy thing happens. 
I don't like this, Jack. <laughs> no, because where the stand grabs her, her leg starts to shrivel into nothing. Sick. The, uh, I'm shriveling up. Damn, my body. It's trying to erase my body. This stand is the end point. It's the zero point. Um, idiot Sandwich finally comes in, uh, throws a mean left hooked on the stand. I like this one beat panel that's just Diver Down's face, but but it looks angry for something that has no yeah. eyes. <laughs> it's like, mm. <laughs> it just has permanent permanent bitch face. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm doing. Anasui. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're Anasui when it's just the two of them. Diver down. Diver down. Uh, pulls Jolene out from its clutches. Uh, scampers away. The green baby so, is nonplussed. So this mm-hmm. is a really cool thing here. So they're just on some sand, I guess, but they're so small that it looks like they're in some kind of wasteland. Yeah, where in actuality, this is probably just the ground. Yeah, but it looks like they just got teleported to like a Dragon Ball Z wasteland fighting arena. <laughs> yeah, that is what this is. Yeah. Uh, Anasui! Climb, Jolene. This proves it. Since our height shrinks by halves, the nearer we get to it, we'll never be able to catch that thing. And I don't know why that thing was born with this ability, but one thing's for certain, that kid is our enemy. Jolene, that child is definitely your enemy. Um, oh yeah, Jolene's shoe fell off, and that reached full size, and the green baby is interested in it. And they're trying to sniff in it, playing with it, poke, poking it. Mm-hmm. And we see the stand doing this as well, like, doing the same actions as the green baby. It's just like, yeah, it's it's a baby. Come on, Jolene. We have to get back to the boat. It's too dangerous to stay this small. But, but I can't let the child run free. If it truly is invincible, then I definitely can't let Whitesnake get to it. Just get up here. The stand's coming for us, and it's getting bigger by the second. We have to return to our normal size. The stand picks up a rock and tosses it at Jolene. It almost knocks her head clean off. Anasui, grab onto something. And a bigger rock. <laughs> oh, right, because this, when the stand throws it, it's really small, but it gets huge <laughs> before it uh, hits them. I, it, this is a neat effect and will also look better animated. Yes. Because you can actually see, when it's animated, you'll actually be able to see them shrinking and things getting bigger in real time instead of having mm-hmm. to kind of infer the interstitial frames here. Yeah, put the in-betweens in your mind. Yeah. It, oh, it, no. What? Ooh-woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> it threw something. A rock! This stand, it can't be. But can it be that it's strategizing? If it throws a rock our way, it gets bigger and bigger. The wind would have blown us away. This child has the capability of thought, and now it's using its knowledge to move its stand. This is Anasui. Oh, yeah. It's coming our way. Climb. We have to get out of here. Throws a lot of rocks. Uh, Stonefree's able to break most of them up. It's learning new tricks. It's starting to throw the rocks higher up. Run! Run. We have to run faster than the falling rocks. (laughs) 
Jolene doing the uh, the Joe Star secret technique. These boulders are just everywhere, <laughs> and they're having a bad time trying to dodge them as well as running away from the stand. And uh, Sui, I can't make it. My my fingers. The she can't hold on to the uh, the cliff that they're climbing up to because of the shock waves from the rocks. It's hold on, Jolene. It's almost over. It's true. We'll never be able to catch that kid, but now we've managed to capture its stand. What's he mean by that? I don't know. Uh, keep I don't running know. and running and running. It's shrinking down to a good size. Now we can catch it. That kid was playing with your boot, with its hands. The child was attracted to your boot, so it picked the boot up. Stop saying boot. <laughs> <laughs> Jolene, can you see it now? What we've been running towards this whole time. When you dove off that leaf back there, I rolled a glass bottle over to where the child was. The one I took from the boat. It was a risky test to see if the child was intelligent enough, but the child proved to be intelligent and curious. That's why it picked up the bottle. Therefore, the bottle stays as a normal size. We were able to get to the bottle. We're all inside the bottle right now. We Now we've trapped the kid's stand. Stop saying bottle. <laughs> what is it with... I feel like this happens in other parts, but part six is right in front of us. Just like the subject of the sentence repeated like eight times. <laughs> I don't need it. I know you're talking about the bottle. Um, but they're all inside this bottle, including the stand, and it can't get out of the bottle. Um, stand name? I don't know. Stan uses the green child. Strength? Eh. Speed? Uh, Staying? I don't know. Precision? Who knows? Learning? Big question mark. Ability. Every time you reduce the distance between yourself and the green child by half, your size will also reduce by the same factor. Is it even possible to reach the, the child? The answer to that question lies with this stand. Everything about it is pretty much unknown. Alrighty. White Snake Pursuer Part 1. We'll do this chapter, and we also have Jojoian Andy. Yeah, so we, we can fit in another chapter or two of this. We could be yeah. another chapter. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll do this. Jolene, I don't need to tell you, but now that I've got the kid stand trapped in this bottle, I'm going to go ahead and kill it. In reclaiming your father's memory disc from White Snake, but this is too dangerous. This kid might be necessary later on. I could only see it eventually growing to become your enemy. I could only sense endless evil from this child's ability. I have to kill it now. It's definitely our enemy. Even if we have this. Oh, sorry. Even if we have the stand trapped, Anasui, isn't the bottle made from reinforced plastic? And we're at the bottom of the bottle. The stand trying to get out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. How the hell are we supposed to get out? Oh, good question. Um, what is going on? Some wacky uh, diver down shit going on here. Oh, yes. God damn it. If, whenever <laughs> something I don't know why, like, whenever something weird's happening on screen, it's usually diver down. <laughs> <laughs> the opening of the bottle is like twisting and contorting itself. Um, there we go, Anasui. <laughs> I've already phased a diver down into the walls of the bottle. And we see diver down doing its mean, mean mug in this bottle. Diver down is sliding the neck of the bottle over the surface. The entrance is coming towards us. We're getting out, Jolene. Run! 
All right, again, another cool thing conceptually, and this spread is really cool, but God, I can't tell what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I like the consistency you're pointing out that Jolene is still blind in her right eye. Yep, I was Does that I ever was get fixed? That. Is she just uh, blind forever? No, so that'll get fixed, I think. Okay. Because doesn't that have... Oh, yeah, because it got melted by Yo-Yo Ma. Mm-hmm. Foo Fighters would probably handle that. All right, Foo uh, Fighters still alive. <laughs> still around. Somehow. Uh, the They get out of the neck of the bottle while the stand is trying to crush them. And now they have a stand in a bottle. <laughs> this looks really dumb. Isn't, I, I, isn't stand supposed to be psychic energy? I, I, apparently you can bottle a stand. Although Josuke did do that to uh, Aqua Necklace. <laughs> the thing about stands being psychic energy... Stopped being consistent almost <laughs> immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I, I'm 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 always just being pedantic about this to be a goofball, but no, they they uh they've evolved into something else for sure. Yeah, like I'm trying to remember if there was if they did this before. I feel like this happened in part three where they like trapped a stand. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't uh, the one. The one stand that Joseph had on his arm in part three, didn't he, like, drown that in tar or something? I don't know. I don't remember. I, I know the stand you're talking about. I don't remember how. The only thing I ever remember from that fight is uh, Joseph using uh, Haman Overdrive for the one, yeah. and, one and only time. <laughs> the, no, one of two times he tried using it on Dio. Oh, he did, but Dio has evolved to the point where this puny wave energy is not oh. effective. <laughs> Simpler times. Simpler oh, yeah. Well, times. now I forgot all about that. That's where wave energy came from. Yeah. Wave energy. <laughs> Love wave energy. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Dive her down. Put the, bo- put the cap back on the bottle. Now we've caught it. The stand user, too. So. Oh. Hmm. Okay. They trap the stand in the bottle, but the baby is also, like, trapped in an invisible prison. That's interesting. It can't move from where it is. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Let's see. This is a bold move. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> hmm. It can't know how to open bottles yet. It's a fucking green plant monster. I, it's also a, bold, a child. A it's bold a assumption. Bold assumption. It's Let's see baby. if it pays off. Babies can't open bottles. <laughs> and even if it did, it would lack the strength to uncap the bottle or even to break it open. A baby doesn't have that kind of... The, okay. <laughs> the baby has an insanely overpowered ability to make you infinitely small. Yeah, but it doesn't know that it's doing it. It's just a baby. All right, yeah. First, I have to return to my normal size. Then I'm going to crush that bottle along with the stand. Jolene, it's better if we dispose of that thing now. The baby kind of kicks the bottle with its stand in it, just, like, into the grass. Um, Spins around, comes to face our two idiots. (laughs) It can't be! Run! It's trying to reposition itself. It's going to roll away along with the bottle. Yeah, the thing is hamster wheeling it in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <God. laughs> we can't go back in the child's direction. If that thing managed to get in front of us, it's all over. 
trying to punch its way out of the bottle, trying to like. Oh no! Yeah, this is some road roller dash shit. <laughs> oh god! Anasui. Yeah, he's getting like toothpaste tubed here by this bottle. Just makes so you think about that scene in Austin Powers where they they're on the road roller and the henchman is standing there like a t- hundred feet away, mm. screaming the whole time. <laughs> they're telling him out of the way, and then he he ends up running o- running over them because he the he never moved. I don't know. Great 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 bit. Anyway, great bit. Uh, Stone free punches the bottle. Jolene. Don't destroy the bottle. It's worse to have to face that thing on the loose. But I can't let you be crushed. It, it can't be. Did the child calculate this? Did it know that this would happen if I rolled the bottle? Shit, I can't believe this. Jolene, don't destroy the bottle. And suddenly, big green finger pokes Jolene in the back of the head. And hmm? poof. The green baby is here. On Jolene's back. Right here. And they're normal size again. And and Anasui isn't getting crushed. Huh? Anasui! This... This... And the green baby's just crawling up on Jolene, trying to get to her Joestar birthmark. The hell is going on? Are we back to normal? What the hell just happened? Jolene, you broke the bottle, didn't you? And it seems... That the child is interested in you. Since it became curious and touched you, it stopped its attack. That's why we're back to normal. Since your jacket fell off and it saw that star-shaped mark on your left shoulder, it seems to have been intrigued by it. Or could it be that it was attracted to it? It has the same mark on its shoulder. What the hell is this thing? It's almost as if it knows Jolene. Hey, this thing, it kind of seems to like me. What should I do? like you no i could feel it this thing will definitely become our enemy i have to kill it now who knows what other abilities this thing might have in any case jolene we have to get away from the guard dogs oh right the dogs <laughs> yeah all right oh god this this cut this first page of this next chapter rules yeah this, this oh is my be god a, this is gonna be a switch to like a new uh new segment so I think switching over to Jill Julian here is good move because that's like a fifty-page chapter. Uh, what? Isn't it? Oh my god! Isn't yeah, that well, Jill, I... that Jill Julian like really? Long? Oh, the Julian chapter. I thought you were talking about the the White Snake Pursuer Part Two. Yeah, the Julian uh, chapter is forty-two pages. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. Let's jump over to Jujolian. We'll pick out. We'll pick back up with this title fight between uh-huh. White Snake and Foo Fighters next week. <laughs> oh my God! It looks so cool. <laughs> Stain user Poochie. Stain user Foo Fighters. <laughs> oh, love it. All right. Anyway, uh, so moving over to Jujolian, I really like this chapter. I mean, this mm-hmm. cover rather of uh, Yasuho doing this strut. With um, Paisley, Paisley Park. Park. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Man, Paisley Park's a great design and it doesn't have shit for toys. Yeah. God forbid we got toys for these two, but we can't have everything we want. Medicos. Medicos. <laughs> anyway, chase the future. Number Cut back eight. to Mean Bean Man's legs being uh, destroyed. 
Oh, yeah, because he ran into that uh, umbrella stand and just exploded. <laughs> Somehow. Yep. So they're being attacked by the head doctor of the TG University Hospital, part three. Um, and they don't know how, and they're trying to chase this man. From the top, Josuke, very worried. Were you attacked? Where, where is, uh, this is, you're Mean Bean Man. You're Mean Bean Man. I know, I was just looking for where he talks. I guess this, this is, uh. Yeah. Where's the head doctor? Is he really 89 years old? We've gotta expose that doctor's real identity. He's gotta just be pretending to run away, but actually attacking somehow. Nice spread of the outside of the hospital. People are just milling around. It's a normal, normal hospital. Nothing really out of the usual is happening. Um, All my attention was on tracking him. The stretcher with the boy in the ICU. The chair in the waiting room. When the umbrella stand in the front of the automatic door, when I was chasing after the head doctor, I touched those things and fell. Here's a, a picture of a stretcher and an umbrella, just in case you forgot what those things looked like. Yeah, there they are. Yep. At the time, I thought tripping over those things had just all been accidents. I thought they were nothing worth thinking about. I thought I'd just slammed into some umbrella stand. But some power is knocking into me and in some abnormal way. It just might be possible that the head doctor is causing himself to be pursued. Uh, so then... All the way back at the head doctor's office? This is a stand ability. And I knocked against the ICU glass door. And Josuke's pinky finger is bleeding a lot. Mm-hmm. And they see a Mariah Cho bus pulling away with the head doctor in the back. That's just now. That was the head doctor. He's escaping on that bus. Don't follow him, you two. We need to know who he is first. If you follow him, you'll knock into something. Mamazuka-san, what is going to knock into us exactly? I told you, just something. Did you not see my legs? Josuke, you said you saw a stand on the staircase. I got a glimpse of it, too. I saw it above the umbrella stand. Stand, 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 stand. He's inviting us to pursue him again. The pursuit is the switch until we figure out that doc head doctor's identity. Pursuing him is just too big a risk. So now, we have to figure out his identity. Inside, that bu inside the bus, the head doctor looked this way. I need to get at least a view of his face. There's no other information about him anywhere. We don't even know his real age. If we don't act now, we're going to lose him. Wait! Stumble, stumble. Stumble, Ugh. stumble. Yasuo-chan! So she runs straight at the bus. Yeah, this is this is not a smart move, what she's doing. She... Mamazuka-san is, is fed up with Yasuo-chan's bullshit. You can see his bones. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Ugh! Damn it! Josuke, look at that window. He's in there. There's a gate up ahead. The bus should slow down and come to a temporary stop there. I'd like to think that this is in slow motion, what's happening now. Yeah, so, so Yasuo's, Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yasuo's about to snap a pic with her iPhone of the head doctor. 
Um, the bus's rear wheel kicks up a lit cigarette and pierces Josuke's hand. Okay. Although I do like that, that Araki uh, drew that uh, rando smoking a cig a couple pages ago in front of the hospital, only to cut back and have that that cig flown back at Josuke's hand. Yeah, we, we, we zoomed in on that guy that was smoking a cig. Like, we saw yeah. him there, and he just tosses it into the street. It's like, good setup. And I uh, guess if you throw a cig with enough force, it'll pierce your hand. Stand energy. Stand or it's energy. just a really bad burn i i don't know <laughs> it, it's a real bad burn it also looks like it goes into him also it's propelled by an otherworldly force yep Yasu chan you get zoom in and yeah it's like under his skin sizzling hold on we shouldn't just chase after him mamazuka-san is right something will knock into us hobble 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 josuke his face head doctor starts to turn i can almost see it just a little more i can almost see it stop oh, no. stop don't chase after him right now and he we see this way we see his face kind of it's still in yeah. shadow i'm i'm not sure if this is someone we've seen before i guess we'll find so it. cut to this next spread the man yeah. driving this car <laughs> So first of all, Josuke and Yasuo get hit by a fucking car. Yeah, so that's super hit by a car. So that's one thing. But then let's uh let's dig deeper. <laughs> What's going on with this guy? <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of looks like he's zoned out. Yeah, he's just like, oh, what's going on? But as they get hit by the car, there is a bed of bubbles underneath underneath each of them that allows them to kind of like slide out of the way. <laughs> Look at soft and wet doing something. Mm-hmm. Let's add another. Let's add another. Uh, mark another to mark to the board. Yeah, <laughs> I have my invisible chalkboard over my computer for times so- soft and wet does something. <laughs> oh, we get to see the top half of them. Haven't seen you in a while, buddy. Well, yeah. If you track it by date or by chapter, you know, maybe the first like thirty chapters, it's loaded with marks, and then uh-huh. it just uh, the it the drops. curve the curve is inverted. <laughs> Um, but they're both safe, and importantly, neither of them touched the car. It's important. Pop, 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 pop. Soft and wet. Oh. Josuke! <laughs> Yasuo! Ugh, this guy. Bus goes off. We follow him, and we get attacked. <sighs> Yasuo-chan! Are you okay? Did the body of the car make contact with you? I, I'm fine. But Josuke, what about you? Josuke. That's good. Josuke, did you collide with the body of the car? Did you touch the car or the bus at all? With me, there was a gap in time before some attack came. I still don't see anything. We can't predict which direction the attack will come from. I didn't touch the car. I'm fine. My hand is bleeding from something earlier. Just forget about following him. For now, at least. Oh, here's the guy that was smoking. Yeah. <laughs> this, this porcupine-looking motherfucker. Uh, let, me, let me do his voice. Got some in my freaking mouth. What's that sailor guy's deal? <laughs> I don't give a shit whether you people are all right or not. 
You, guy with the bleeding hand, you were swinging that around right in front of my face when you were running back there. Josuke, huh? Hey, I'm talking to you, sailor guy. Swear to God, you got some in my mouth. All right, asshole. What the hell sort of illness did you come to this hospital with? This guy's it, got, like, weird tendrils growing out of his head. It's it's <laughs> Jojolian hair. I it's, know. <laughs> it's whatever. Compared to these freaks, it's fine. Um, he's splattered in Josuke's blood. Uh, Mamazuka-san is surprised at this. You friggin' bastard. This is odd. Could it be? Don't run away from me. You better cough up some money for my medical bills and for pain and suffering. Josuke, don't get near that guy. Get away. The guy goes to grab Josuke's front. Uh, soft and wet, another mark for the board. Uh, yep. Gets some bubbles in between him and Josuke and pushes him away. And just as that happened, the man's neck snaps at a right angle. Ooh. And he okay. drops like a rock. And this is in broad daylight in front of a hospital. Yeah, everyone around the hospital is just like, huh? What? What just... Who? What? What just happened? I don't... What was that? Josuke, this is bad. There are people who saw something. Hello? I'm in the TG University Hospital parking lot. Hello? Everyone's on their smartphone. What the... No! What's going on here? Are you okay? I... Don't touch that guy, Josuke. Don't do anything. He's probably already dead. What did you say? That was another collision. Because we were following the head doctor, something was repelled from you to him. We can't perceive the shape of the attack or the direction it comes from. That's the kind of attack it is. Oh, the cops are here. Yeah. Everybody's they're... taking pictures of this corpse. Yep. <laughs> this is bad. We've got to get away from here. Josuke didn't do anything. He protected me. Josuke was only protecting me. Tell that to these people. <laughs> they seem reasonable enough. Maybe they'll believe you. All right. Maybe. Uh, Mamazuka-san breaking out a rare case of uh, some dry humor here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's, he can be really droll when he wants to be. Yep. But if we stuck, stick around... If we stick around here, the police will come and investigate and arrest Josuke. And given how drawn out him getting arrested would be, I can't say I'm a fan. <laughs> it's six days until the harvest of the new Rakakaka. The fruit will be right before he gets out. Imagine like trying to explain to the cops that you can't be arrested right now because you're in a hurry to, to get to this fruit. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Josuke just skates away on bubbles. It's like, catch me later, coppers. <laughs> We have to defeat that head doctor. But how do we do it? Ugh, I'm not sure right now. Pick people, people, people. Yasuho-chan. Yasuho, find us. Got that? We, we have to split up from Josuke? Gone. They bolt off. Yep. <laughs> Josuke and Mamazuka-san are gone. <laughs> Who's here? Oh, <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> I'm getting real tired of this guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that image I made is evergreen. It's so good, because this guy hasn't gone away in like a year. <laughs> Alright, Toru-kun comes out from the background. What was his voice? Yasuho-chan, are you okay? Toru-kun! I called you! I was worried, so I came over. I saw what happened. Are you okay? 
That guy's name is Josuke-kun, right? Did he run off somewhere? No! Josuke didn't touch that guy! No, I understand. I was a ways off, but I could see what happened. That guy with the cigarette approached Josuke, then he went and fell over on his own. Then, most unfortunately, his already injured neck that was undergoing treatment broke. Josuke-kun didn't do anything. I can testify to that. Oh, God. All right, Toru-kun. I hate this man. Toru-kun, I, I, I'm not, I don't know exactly if this is what's going to happen, but it, this is already red flags for Toru-kun trying to blackmail yeah. and gaslight Yasuo here a little I, bit. I want <laughs> to think that uh, Araki wouldn't go down that road, but we'll see. I mean, even if he did, I mean, if, if his plan is to make this guy into a huge asshole, then fair enough, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I... I get the feeling either he'll make, like, a big heel turn, or he'll just be, like, a decent guy and, like, subvert like, expectations. It, yeah, if Araki's plan was to make us all just assume that this guy sucks and he's actually just a really nice guy, that would be really funny. And, like... Me and you have been bought into this guy sucking since the oh, first panel. this man. Yeah, I since panel one. <laughs> I want this man to die a horrible stand death. <laughs> Uh, where were we? Bottom right, really? Really? You'll testify, Torukun? Sure, it's the truth. But you're the one I'm most worried about. I want to stay by your side. Puts the arm around her. Mm-hmm. Thank <sighs> you. And and on a back back of his head, can't see what his facial expression looks like. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. Mm-hmm. Time until the harvest of the new rock cocker fruit. Five days, one hour, five minutes. So we're moving up in time because uh, didn't. Yeah, we've been kind of jumping back and forth from flashbacks to present. It's it's a bit wonky, but yeah, we are, it's, yeah. it's six, di- six days now. It's five days, and we get to a neat scene. All right, got a guy in a jacuzzi um, and a lady on the top of a, a pen- penthouse suite on the top of this building. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's this guy's voice? Hey, Macarine. Hey, I said, come here, Macarine. Let's go in together. I'm so lonely all by myself. I can't today. <laughs> all my makeup would come off. Perfect. I only came by the condo to pick up some materials. No fun. Okay, then, Macarine. At least stick around for a drink. Oh, you. You can be such a glutton for attention sometimes. Alright, so these people, uh, this lady is one of the PTA, uh, people that Mitsuba-san <laughs> told to, like, take her forepaw off her arm. <laughs> like, really <laughs> sticking it to this lady. It's awesome. Um, and this guy, for eagle-eyed viewers, uh, is a familiar face, but we'll get to that. Really? Okay. You're gonna enlighten me too, Jack. Oh, you forgot? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we'll he pulls some money out of this wallet, out of her wallet. Yeah, uh, while she's not looking, just, just steals like forty thousand yen. It's like, all right, this is mine now. But seriously, though, she pisses me off. Honestly, I just want to kill that friggin' Mitsuba. Higashikata Mitsuba, that shitty woman. Four <laughs> paws, she said. She said that. Move your forepaw at the school in front of everybody. She dared insult me like that. Forepaw? My hand! She was talking about my cute little hand! Oh, I get it. Forepaw. 
This is such a great panel. That Ugh. property right around there by the harbor, that hilly area that gradually rises up from the coast, that land's really valuable. It's got great geographical features. That's the Higashikanda family's land. Uh, you want to know... what? The, the sound effect of the guy like peeking up over the jacuzzi. It's like... If you want to know why I got on good terms with that Norisuke fellow of the Yashikata family, it's because of that wonderful land. And uh, that woman, all she is is a wife. And she said that to me? It makes me so, so mad. Back to Jacuzzi Man. Uh, no, this, this is still for Polly. No, there's a little panel on the bottom left of the page. You're oh, cute fuck. when you're mad, though. Oh, fuck. You're cute when you're mad, though, Macarine. If somebody built a casino over there, you could be sure it would be a massive success. It's quality villa land, the arbor, the train station, with an adjacent shopping mall. It could be so much more economically effective. That way, compared to using it for something like a fruit orchard... The Higashikata family. That family's been going for so many generations. Must have been some kind of problem. They might be weakened after that orchard fire. I'm sociable, ain't I? <laughs> Everything was going so well. Oh, man. But then that incident with Surugi that happened at the school. Not that I really care who it was that crushed Minachan between the Iron Gates. I just thought if I gotten close with Norsuke, then good things might happen. But that stupid bitch Mitsuba... Hey, don't cry. She insulted me and got in the way of my plans. Well, I will say that the rumors about how a child, the eldest son of Jobin, killed a classmate in order to cure his incurable disease is pretty interesting, though. Say, Mockerine, isn't the view from this terrace great? And you've got a condo and a baseball team. What more can the owner of the Saiten Birdies ask for? Like I said, I want that hilly land. The land this condo and the stadium are on is honestly not good. The foundation is weak. We had to Brit we had to bend the land the law a little, and we only just barely managed to get a building permit. Everything past the wall eyes. Wall eyes alert. Yeah, it's wall been eyes zero alert. days since the wall eyes have been mentioned by me. <laughs> Knock that, that uh, counter down from 10,000 years back to zero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even the tsunami stopped before... Oh my god, it's like we're get, I'm getting... This is chapter one. We're talking That's about That's why I'm eyes. really surprised you didn't notice who this guy was. Yep, totally forget. Okay. And the Higashikata family has that spot. Notice how they're, they're really not zooming in on that guy's hands. We'll get there. Oh, yeah. And when they are, there's something there. Mm -hmm. Uh, did you say something about an incurable disease? What was that about a person killing a classmate because of an incurable disease? Like I said, it's just a rumor. In the world of children's legends, 
somewhere on that walleyes land. There's supposed well. to be ground. Yeah, walleyes. I need to like get an actual air horn sound effect. <laughs> Somewhere on that walleye's land, there's supposed to be ground that cures diseases. If you're buried in that ground, you can do an exchange and you'll be cured. Is that supposed to be Sarugi? <laughs> no, that's Jobin. Oh, that's Kato. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is Jobin. Yeah, because like, I guess Mitsuba kind of looks like Kato from a certain end. Like I honestly thought this might have been Mitsuba for like. Oh a yeah, and this is another thing that uh, that ties into some early stuff. But yeah, continue. we'll go over it after. Mm-hmm. According to the rumor, Jobin transferred his disease to his classmate and got better. Supposedly, they killed the classmate and transferred the disease to him. Oh darn! Look at the time. I've got to get to the school to pick my daughter up. I'll come rocks with you in the bath next time. Steps on his hand. On the way out, and his ah! fingers fall off. Oh, Jirochan, I'm sorry, your fingers! Yep, they're fake fingers. Yeah, you don't remember, huh? Alright. I uh, do, do, genuinely do not remember. Okay. I'll make sure to buy you a whole bunch of new ones later. I'm so sorry, I'll get you way better ones. Nah, it's fine. This ain't a big deal, Macarine. You're always saying how being natural makes one happy, right? By the way, Macarine, about that incurable illness rumor. Rumor? You think that was equivalent exchange? (laughs) (laughs) I had a surfing buddy a long time ago, though he's dead now. He was a ship's doctor, and he told me a story about that. Oh, who's this man? Who's this? Oh, who is that man? Although, uh, notice the uh, the Diablo eyes. <laughs> yeah, the darkness eyes. Uh, uh-huh. So this is Kira Yoshikage here. Hmm. Who? Wait. Ki- oh, I, I thought you were trying to tell me this. The jacuzzi guy is Kira Yoshikage. I was no, like, wait, in what? The, the bubble, the ship stop. Yeah, in the bubble. Yep. But if I remember right, it wasn't about a ground. It was about a fruit. I love this little thing here. Is he a man of the jacuzzi or a man of the land? Oh, man, because that ties in with the thing. All right, here's the thing. Oh, yeah, that's the chapter. Jack, uh, educate us. Remember, what was the first fight Josuke did? After the he guy was in like... the bathtub. Yes. Okay. Wait, did you say guy in the bathtub? Yeah. No, it was the girl in the bathtub who was being attacked by the guy upstairs. Oh, the guy upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that guy. Oh? Remember? Because in, in the... After that fight, Joe, like, this guy has the ability to, like, mark stuff. And if you touch it, he gets control over, like, whatever part, whatever hand or whatever you touched with it. That's the mark on his yeah. chest that you get. Okay. Um, and... At the end of that fight, Josuke beats the shit out of this man, and that's the part where he's like, uh, Yazo, can you check something in the other room for a second? And then, like, kicks this man half to death. Um, and it's revealed that the apartment um, that the girl was in was Kira's. Well, they knew that going in, and the guy had booby-trapped it with his stand, but Kira somehow convinced this man to eat all of his fingers. Hmm. You don't remember? Oh, man. It was, yeah, hang on. I no, I believe you hundred percent. I need. I really need to reread this shit because that's so hazy to me. It's been a yeah. really long time, like a really long time. 
Let me let me just send you the the wiki link. Yeah, I binged like the first fifty chapters of this right after I finished Steel Ball Run for the first time, so I went into it like guns a blazing. So I need to do a uh, a slower reread, especially since there's a lot of color chapters out now that I can uh, I can dig into. Yeah, that's that's probably like the best thing for you. I'm trying. Oh man, I'm trying to find this. Oh yeah, Ojiro Sasame. This is this is this guy. Hmm. There you go. Thanks, big ender key slap. Mm-hmm. Ojiro is a surfer who ambushes Josuke and Yasuo at Yoshikage's apartment in order to have revenge for Yoshikage goading him into eating his fingertips. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his stand is fun, fun, fun. So, I wonder how this ties everything... Like, is, is this about to tie everything back together? Is this That's fingerless think... man somehow, like, related to the climax of Jujolian? Because that would be fucking wild. I feel like uh, Araki is bringing back stuff from the very beginning because he's about to, like, enter the end game. No. Maybe. That I would think... be something. I feel what? like Josuke's been Josefumi the whole time and Kira is the bad guy. No, Kira Kira's long dead. Kira <laughs> Kira is a corpse. Yeah. Um but yeah, this he's tying stuff in. Like we see what happened to this guy. Yeah, I mean, he wrote wall eyes on a page. <laughs> God um, damn. Also, this... the other thing, the little image we get of tiny Jobin with Kato. Uh, yeah. is very similar to the flashback man that Josuke had in his mind when he first like woke up like from the dirt and he Wait, had you think Jobin looks like the flashback man? Yes. The, the the way Jobin has his hair in as a kid is the same way that the flashback man has it and something happened between whatever whenever he was the flashback man to when like married with Tsurugi, like the stuff on his face is different. I I think I think it's him. I think Jobin is is the fi- like the final boss of this. Because we still have no idea what his stand actually does. I've been saying it for years. Yeah, I know. Fucking don't <laughs> I've been saying it for years. It's it's fine it's good and fine. Um <laughs> Let's touch on the episode real quick and finish up. Because I think they're doing a really good job with uh, Green Day and Oasis, actually. What do you think? What do I think? I think (laughs) it's good. They are moving along at a very quick pace, which I appreciate. I feel like they covered a lot in the one episode. A ton. Uh, they're gonna do. Yeah. This, they're gonna wrap it up in two episodes. Well, one, two and a half. Yeah. So I, I liked it. I, I still think that uh, Green Day and Oasis is kind of boring, and I'm really just itching for them to get to the Coliseum. Uh, yeah. But it's still like a good episode. It's it's Golden Wind. It's good. I like yeah, it. I I like how crazy Chocolata and Seko are together. Like the good, 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 good. It was really well done. Like the bits of animation where he's just rubbing Seko's head a lot. <laughs> um, Seko is is really weird. That like the voice actor for him nailed it. Like yeah, easily like re- so creepy, so like out of his mind. And we get the, we finally get the anime reveal 
that uh, Bucalati is a walking corpse. Like, yep, yep, he is in fact a walking corpse. I like. I always like how Trish starts to notice that he's being weird, and he like starting to like kind of partly lose his hearing, and like it's a, he's like slowly degrading. Like he's literally rotting. He's oh, a rotting yeah. corpse. Yeah. He's only surviving based on like heaven and uh, gold experience giving him a little extra pep. Yep, because remember, this is JoJo, and heaven is a thing, a real thing. Yeah, heaven. ghosts are ghosts, and spirits are real. Uh huh. Force ghosts. Yeah. Um. So let's see. What? Anything else? Oh, the the animation where like all of the people in Rome start to uh, dissolve. After Chocolata drops the, the the mold body like into the street on their car. Like yeah. just seeing everyone like in the balconies just like into dust. Dust. Uh-huh. Everything's dust. Yeah, um, my blood is dust, my bones are dust. <laughs> everything's dust. And yeah, they got to like part I feel like they got to part eight of uh Green Day and Oasis. Part eight or nine, because that thing with the tree and the building and the helicopter doesn't happen until like the end of that arc. So they're gonna open next episode with the really crazy uh Chocolata cut himself up bit and just kind of slow roll from there. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we'll be done with that next episode and then the man in the Coliseum, Andy, we're there. We're there! We're fucking there! It's about to get wild! Ladies and gentlemen, it is about to get fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I am so genuinely excited. It's going to be awesome. It's Golden Wind has been a ride from start to now, and I can't imagine that they're not going to stick the landing. We'll get there. But until then, Andy, where can they find us? Oh, you know. Oh, you know. They can find us on the internet in places. Uh, more specifically... You can find us on SoundCloud, which is our home office. You can also find us on iTunes and Google Play. And on the subreddit, r slash Crusaders. Well, Jack will post a link to mm-hmm. this very episode that you're listening to right now. Mm-hmm. And if you click that link, then you saw that link and are listening to this. Thank you. Thank you and, much. And you can find us on Twitter.com, at JoJo underscore cast. So be sure... To uh, to listen to the episode, hit that like button. You know, give us a review on iTunes. Appreciate that, good or bad. And uh, yeah, I think that about covers it. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.